Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Welcome back to the Nourish with Nicole podcast. Can't believe it's almost Christmas. And here in Saskatchewan, we have no snow yet. So a little bit of snow. So we are here to chat about something that can help you guys into the new year, talking about breaking down your big goals into monthly, weekly goals to make them a little bit more obtainable and not so overwhelming. So we're here with Yonica today. How are you doing, Yonica? I'm good. Same thing as you. I was like, oh, Christmas is five days away. I'm like, where did December go? I have no idea. I'm like, things are ready. As far as Christmas ready, they're going to be. But I was like, oh, in six days, I get to take my tree down and reclaim my living room. I have this little countdown thing on my TV stand about Christmas. And I was still at seven days. And I was like, I asked Siri today. I was like, how many days left till Christmas? Five. And I'm like, five days? What the heck? Uh, it said nine on there. And I was like, nine more days till Christmas. And then you change it to seven. But yeah, now we're at five. And it's like, oh, that went quick. So fast. So yeah, we're going to talk about goals. This is great because I've had a number of my clients that extended their program. And whenever someone does a six month program with me, and then they want to renew, I always say that we need to reevaluate like goals because at like the six months, we always like set goals and then they tell us what they want to work on. And they're like really in their intake form. So I had a lot of clients who renewed, I think there was like five or six of them that they renewed. And I gave them like a goal setting sheet that I was like, I need you to work on this. And then we'll have like a meeting. And then we will chat about what your goals are for the next six months, just so we know what we're working on. Because obviously, in the last six months, we've accomplished certain things, and we want to shift. And sometimes people say like, I want to work out five days a week. And then they get that five day workout schedule. And they're like, holy crap, I can't do this, right? So then it's like, they're feeling like not obtaining that goal. And it's like demotivating for them. So we have to kind of refocus. So there was things that I did give my clients like worksheet to work through in terms of goals. So this is perfect. I same agree with you. I think uh, anytime we have a renewal, it's important to consider like, well, why are you renewing? Is it because you didn't quite have enough time to reach that original goal? Or is it because you've reached that goal? And now you've got your eyes set on something else? Because often that something else or whatever has shifted for you in the last six months is going to require some type of a different approach. Like you said, is it a change in your workout structure? Maybe you had a successful cut and reverse and now you're like, I want to do a bulk or something. And that's going to require a very different approach in your nutrition. And we've seen it, right? It's mindset changes significantly when people start working with a coach and when they start reaching goals. And so six months in, now you've got a different mindset and perspective on things. We can modify how big our goals are, how we want to achieve them, what that looks like. So get to revisit goals that clients had and then just see the growth that they've had. Yeah. And like when we're talking about goals, like we want to make it clear that it's not just fitness related goals. Like I make my clients break down their relationship goals, their personal goals, their career goals, their financial goals, because it makes us also like be more aware of the things that are going on in our day-to-day life. And it's all going to be tied in together, right? You don't just want to focus on one goal where like, if you're struggling in your relationship, like I think relationship goals are very, very important. Or like, if you're like, I'm always broke when I get paid like X amount of dollars, like I should be okay. So it's like, it's important to put the stuff into perspective. And I think like, 
it's always like the the beginning of the year everyone's like oh i have these goals i have these goals but if you have them and you remind yourself about them and you break them down into smaller it's not as overwhelming and i think you're more likely to actually reach your goals i was reading a thing that talked about goal setting and oftentimes obviously like new year's is this big it feels like permission to be like i'm going to try it again or i'm allowed to set some big idea out into the universe because i have a whole year to try to accomplish it but the problem is whether you've got three things, five things, whatever things it is that you want to accomplish, people sometimes will, you know, they'll write them on a piece of paper and like stick it onto the fridge or they write it on whatever and they put it on in their office or even like make a vision board. Like that was a huge thing the last couple of years, people making vision boards and then they put it on the the background of their desktop. But the problem is now you're seeing the same thing every single day and you get used to seeing this every single day and it doesn't actually make you act any differently because at some point it just becomes the decor in your house or on your background or in your office or whatever the case is and every day that you see this you might be like oh right I was gonna work on that I'll do it tomorrow or like oh next month or I'm just so busy right now because it's just this big idea and you're telling yourself you have a whole year to it this is why I think it's important that we talk about well how do you take a big goal and actually break it down into manageable pieces. Yeah. And this morning I had a meeting with my one client and she signed up for another six months. So then I, her last six months ended and we, I made her write out all her goals so that I could look at them. And she had a weight goal in mind and it was that she had to lose 1.5 pounds a week. And I was like, okay, I'm looking back at all of our data. I said, that's not realistic. I said, what we need to do is like, why do you want to get to 140? She's like, I just feel like that's, I'm feeling confident at that because I was at in college. I was like, okay, but it's like 30 years ago. I said, your body's going to look completely different. I said, your body composition is going to change. So let's take that 140 and let's like, okay, like, what do you want to feel? I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel confident. I want to feel good in my clothes. So we broke that down into like a different step before the 140. I said, let's get a 155 first. See how you feel there. And if you feel good, you might feel confident in your body. And then you're going to be like, okay, I don't want to lose another 15 pounds, right? So breaking it down into a smaller little structures to get you there. So you're not as overwhelmed because I think like, she's like, holy crap, I got to lose 1.5 pounds a week. And I'm like, mm, that's not realistic right now. Right. So making sure it's more realistic and breaking it down and being logical about it and doing the planning. And then I said, okay, we're going to look back at this in about four to six weeks and see how it was. So like, again, like you said, like putting into more monthly, weekly, daily practices, like how are you going to get there? Putting those out on paper and then doing it day by day to see how you're reaching that. And if like after every, after four weeks, if you're like, wow, I haven't lost one pound. Well, then, you know, you need to reevaluate what you're doing to get you to that goal. Now, and it's, I like that you pointed out, like, let's start with like a 155 first and consider, look at what it took you discipline wise sacrifice wise, effort wise, et cetera, to lose the five pounds or whatever it is first. Am I willing to do that and more for the next four whatever months is left after that in order to continue to see this? Because the more weight you lose, the harder it's going to get and the more it's going to require from you. So when we just focus on the big total, the big end number, this is where I want to be in six months, this is where I want to be in 12 months, we don't take into consideration the the increased consistency and effort it's going to take month by month to actually reach that. And so when we start not seeing the results, motivation dwindles, discipline dwindles, because now you're like, well, shit, I'm not getting there fast enough. This obviously isn't going to happen. 
but it's because you didn't break it down and consider, okay, what's the first milestone that I'm going to reach where I can, like you said, reevaluate, is this still working for me? What do I need to change? What needs to look different for it? And I think that's something we probably all fall into, right? We want to dream big. We want to consider this is the coolest thing I'm going to do this year. I believe in myself right now. Tangible pieces daily, weekly, monthly. It's kind of just like a pipe dream, I feel. Yeah. And like, that's what I think, like goal setting is easy. And that's what I mean. Like, I think I have these goals, right? And it's like, okay, but like, like I said, if you do that, and it's like after a month of into the year, you haven't like even accomplished anything, then it's like, then you're overwhelmed. And it's like, okay, well, my goals are out the window, and I'm not even going to work towards them anymore. And you get demotivated, right? So if we can break it down to help people understand how we can do some goal setting, what we can do as well is on this podcast, we can link a document below to help you guys like the worksheet that we have in terms of like, one thing is like, I know that I've helped my clients work on is like smart goals, right? You want to look at smart goals. That's one way. But then also looking at like, okay, so why is this goal important to me? How am I going to get there? What might stop me from reaching that goal? Right. And like, what's you have to be precise on the time frame? So breaking it down, obviously it's like a lot of thinking and it's a lot of like, it's not going to do, you're going to sit down and do it in two minutes. It's like, no, like if you're wanting to plan this out, like it takes some time and don't think it's going to happen in one day. No. And if you're doing it in one day, you're probably missing a lot of pieces to it. You're still focusing on that end goal. I like how you said, considering why is this goal important to me? Because like your client where it's like, well, I want to be at 140 because that's what, you know, that's what I was. Okay. But why does it matter to you for that? Well, because I liked how my clothes fit. I liked how I felt. I liked that I was strong. I like the confidence. Okay. So those things, those are feelings and pieces of like our self-worth. Those are not actually tied to the number on the scale. That's just the piece that you're choosing to measure it by. But if we know the goal is actually, well, I want my clothes to feel better. I want my confidence to come back. I want to keep up with my kids. I want to feel confident in the bedroom, whatever it is. Okay, that gives us much more incentive week by week and day by day to do certain things, to act certain ways, to try different things, because we're going to be able to increase my confidence. Did this help me with this? Why did this make me feel shitty today? As opposed to like, oh, what did the scale say today? And then that be the end of it. It's like, well, no, that's not really like how the goal setting works. You're kind of missing the point of why you're even setting goals. No, for sure. So one of the things that that I think is so important about having like your big goals and then breaking them down, whether it's monthly, weekly or daily, is that it's also an opportunity for you to evaluate regularly. Am I on track towards reaching this goal? Because if you think about a big goal, there's so many small pieces underneath that need to happen in order for you to move that direction or to have that consistency. And like for the purposes of right now, I think talking about weight loss is easy because that is often what we encounter, especially with like new clients into the new year. So if you consider like, okay, well, weight loss is my goal. Okay, well, weight loss, if we look at all that, that's going to include like, yes, obviously meal planning, nutrition. It's going to, but meal planning and nutrition alone. Okay. So are you buying groceries regularly or how are you ensuring that you've got your meal prep done? Are you setting time aside? What does that look like? That right there is something that you can break down into a monthly and a weekly goal. Oh, I know every second Saturday I need to order my groceries from Instacart. So it's at my house. I don't have to stress about going to the store. Every Sunday, I need to set three hours aside to meal prep. Okay, well, we just identified a yearly goal and figured out what we need to do on a monthly, weekly, and a daily practice for that one piece of your big goal. And I think that just gets overlooked so quickly. Well, I also think, like I said, like people, they start out and then they don't 
feel like they're seeing any progress within like a few days or even like seven days. It's like, it takes longer than that. So you have to. I think about you, like, so you just got back from Bali. You've had a lot of appointments. You've been running around. And I know one of the first things that I like made me laugh was uh, the Jeep meals are back. And I was like, of course they are. Because even with you being years into this and having consistency and knowing exactly what it takes to reach some of your goals, you're still holding yourself accountable on the daily in order to reach what is your six month, 12 month, whatever long-term goal it is. And so for you, like, okay, well, I know I'm traveling lots today. I know I need to take my meals with me. Okay. So taking your meals with you, portioning that out, that is a daily practice that helps you get towards your long-term goal. Weekly, you're getting groceries and meal prepping. That's a weekly practice. You can't get away from that. Monthly, you're probably reevaluating like, what are my macros at? What do I need to do more of less of what's in season? What can I get access to? Whatever. That's a monthly approach to something, again, that's realistically like a long-term goal. But if you didn't do those things, if every day you were like, oh, I'll figure it out tomorrow. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to eat on the road or I'll just grab food on as I go. Daily, you're not holding yourself accountable to that. So how, why does grocery shopping matter if you're not daily utilizing your groceries? Why does monthly macros matter if you're not getting groceries and then meal prepping or packing your food with you? Like it really does start at the very, very small level. And that's like the things that like people get most bored of, right? They're like, oh, this is boring. Like I'm not seeing any results. People want like instant, instant gratification and instant results. It's like, that's another point of like, we can talk about, but like in terms of like, even like why nourish, we don't do anything less than a six month commitment because we know that clients are not going to be consistent. Some are, some are fully on dedicated all in, but it sometimes takes four, six, eight weeks for clients to be like, okay, I got this. I understand. I can now meal prep and I'm making time for this. So it's like, if we did a three month program, it's like, okay, at the way eight week mark, you have four weeks left and you want to lose 30 pounds, not going to be okay. Right. So it's just the terms of like, we focus a lot on like helping our clients, like build up that building up their routines and their daily monthly practices so that they can get the results that they want and understanding like it does take time. And then that's where we like set up those goals for them. And send like, if they're like, I want to lose 30 pounds in, or if they're like, I want to lose 50 pounds in six months, we're going to be like, okay, well, you're not going to lose six, like realistically healthy wise, like no. So let's reevaluate your goal. And then like, let's work on that and then work to that. And then they're like, okay, that makes sense. Right. Cause sometimes people don't do like the thinking that they need to, in terms of like making the goals realistic. I like how you mentioned that, like you might not even start to see substantial weight loss or consistent weight loss until six to eight weeks into your program. And I think, and that's why people lose motivation because all we're looking at is the end goal. Well, the goal I set was to lose weight, right? But did you take into consideration the lifestyle changes you need to actually make and implement in order to reach that goal? And so just because you're not seeing movement or what you perceive to be movement towards the goal right now, doesn't mean you're not actually getting you there. But like you said, it's boring. People want to like see that, oh my God, every week I'm losing two pounds. Well, no. Like, did you pack your meals this week? Did you grocery shop? Did you meal prep? Because that's actually what's going to allow you to reach that goal. And I think, and like you said, that's, we don't do less than six months, but how many people do we have to explain this to, you know, how many times do new clients start and we have to explain, listen, like this is a process. I am not here to provide you with instant weight loss. I'm here to show you how to like, why you're not losing weight. I'm helping you understand how your body's responding because long-term I want you to have success without needing somebody to like, tell you exactly what to do. You should learn how to listen to your body learn how to evaluate your lifestyle, your routines, your habits. 
But that's such a good point that we get almost disinterested in our goals because we're only looking at the long-term goal. We never do people break them down. It's just like me and like after my injury, like I've never been injured. And it's just like, I have to be okay with like knowing that everything that I'm doing on a daily basis is going to get me further along to where I want to be to strength and everything. Like now I have physio exercises and even eating more consistently and making sure I'm getting all my food in for like helping like the healing and the recovery and everything like that. So I know that like, I'm not going to notice changes on a daily basis in terms of like my strength and like my healing and stuff like that. But as I continue to do my physio exercises day after day after day, I'm going to go see my physiotherapist after four weeks and they'll be like, holy crap, like good job, right? Or like I'm continuing to eat on the same healthy foods on a daily basis. Like that's going to push along my healing and my recovery a lot quicker. And that's just things like I think the big picture a lot of times and I never used to be like that. Like I obviously wanted quick results and that's why I went through so much ups and downs in my weight. And now it's like after you do it for so long, your mindset shifts a little bit and you start to understand like, okay, daily habits, daily practices are going to add up and that's what's going to give me the results in the end. Also helps you build resiliency for interrupt you. Like you had routines that you did and then your injury happened, but you still had daily practices where you were like, okay, I can pivot. I can reevaluate my approach. I don't have to give up everything I'm working towards because I understand day by day what I'm doing is going to influence this. So how do I modify that? How do I, how do I change that approach? Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so like I was saying, like, I think it's easier for us to talk about this in the realm of like nutrition and weight loss. But like you said, it's important to set goals for different areas of your life. This is interesting because well, if I'm always like, it's easy for me to set like physical goals or professional goals, but it's harder for me sometimes to think about relationship goals, like you said, or like friendship or like relationships in a broader spectrum. And even like personal development goals, like what does that look like? You know, we don't want to finish each year and be like, oh, I'm the same person I was in January. It's like, well, no, you want to be wiser. You know, something about you has needs to signal growth. So the relationship one has me like, I'm like, oh, I feel like I need to consider this because especially when like you've been married for a long time, it's kind of like things are just, you live together. It's the same routine over and over. And I'm sure those of you with kids, it's probably even more so for you. Like you're just getting through the day sometimes. But if you're setting a goal of the end of the year, I want a stronger marriage or partnership or whatever the case is. Well, what does that look like? Like monthly date nights? That mean weekly? Like what do you guys do weekly to connect? What do you do on a daily basis? And that just kind of has my like head turning because I'm like, I don't actually know. What am I doing daily, monthly, weekly to foster a stronger relationship? Yeah. So like it said, because if you're when you're with somebody for so long, you can get like comfortable, right? So it's like, okay, like when I work with one-on-one with clients and they're like, I'm struggling with my relationship. I was like, okay, well then you need to no if, ends or buts. So it's like weekly date night. If that's like you guys are going, sitting down and doing like a puzzle together, like no distractions, like no phone, no Netflix. It's like you guys are like talking, you guys are interacting with like no distractions. Like that can be a date night. Like it's something that you guys are building a stronger connection, stronger communication between you two and like being present with each other. Like that can be something as small as that because maybe you guys are feeling disconnected where you're forcing yourself to do that, right? So it can be something as small as that. But I think it's hard too, is like when you said when you're married for so long, can't relate to that obviously, but- yeah, like obviously, Yonka, you're gonna have to. That's something that you're gonna have to. And I think the other part to that too is like you need to involve the people that are part of this with this, right? So it's like, well, maybe this is something for Jesse and I to sit down and have a discussion around, like, hey, what is your goal for our marriage in the coming year, and what does that look like? Because we're great at 
planning like big things together, like going on trips together. But sometimes it's the day to day, I would say, where the grind just kind of catches up to you or you don't connect to each other. You feel kind of disconnected from things. Even with friendships, I would say that happens. I saw my friend Chantal last night and we just talked about, you know, it's like we always make a point to try to get together and we talk and stuff. But when it goes like weeks without seeing each other or like months, even you start to feel kind of disconnected and it's difficult to like, okay, how do we get back to that? Or like what happened? And it's simply because the intention day by day isn't there to foster what the big goal is or what the thing is. Was there anything else you wanted to add, Coach Ong, before we tie up? I'm just thinking now, like, the other thing with goals I think that's important to understand too is that when you're setting a goal, it's something that you're not achieving right now. So it's Mm. going to be difficult and it's going to be uncomfortable. And so day-by-day practices are not going to feel good or normal to start. And that doesn't mean that we put them off. (laughs) Well, maybe I try next week. If your focus is I want to lose weight and you're absolutely hating eating like competitive foods right now, you need to consider, well, why am I doing this? Do you have poor digestion? Well, we're probably trying to figure that out. Are you somebody that's used to always like grabbing takeout and now you're being told like you got a meal prep? Yeah, it's not going to be fun at first. It's going to take some discipline more than anything. And that's where, like you said at the beginning of this conversation, that why does this goal matter to you? What is the value? Because that's going to kind of be your driving force to focus on on the day by day. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that's like a lot of times we just have to sit and think with that and don't make like don't think you have to like make a decision like in like the why right away. Like obviously, like sit with it for a while. If you don't know the why when you're writing out your goal, then just sit with that and feel like why is it important to you. And think deep, like don't just think like surface level shit, like think deep and how it's. I was even thinking, I was like, so for this coming year professionally, I know that I want to like expand Reiki services, for example. And I was like, that's a great big goal. But what does that actually look like monthly, weekly, and then daily? What is that going to require from me to ensure that I'm actually personally developing to be able to do this successfully? And like some of those pieces are uncomfortable sitting and meditating every day uncomfortable, practicing certain skills, not always super fun, having structure around things that typically I'd be like, oh, I'll just figure it out later. That's not going to get growth. Saying that like, oh, I'll do it later. It's not going to suddenly happen. If it was going to, you wouldn't need to set this as a goal. Right. Done it. Yeah, for sure. No, that, that's so true as well. I feel the same way with lots of things. Like I obviously have to do all my goal setting and big, exciting things we know, but it's it's crazy to think. And I know I can be very overwhelming, but like that's that's a point where we're like, we need to get out of our comfort zone and like scare ourselves and like think big, right? We're capable of doing things. And lots of times our mind just restricts us from doing things because we don't think we can, but like we're capable of doing anything. We just got to put our mind to it and allow ourselves to get to that point before even like self-sabotaging before it even starts. And it's also okay for your goals to change. You know, spend some time over the next week kind of identifying different areas of your life and what the big goals look like and start breaking them down. And like you said, with that client, you know, okay, you get going four to six weeks in and you reflect and you're like, well, maybe it's like, wow, more difficult than I anticipated to be. I can't commit to this extent for the next 48 weeks. I have to like revise something. And so maybe something in your daily plan needs to revise, which consequently alters your long-term goal a little bit. That's okay. At least you spent the time to reflect on it now, Mm -hmm. identify what works, what's realistic for me, and how do I maintain this and still move towards something as opposed to being like, well, that was too hard. I'm not going to reach my goal. And then just like call it a day, which is like, how many people do that? Because it goes harder than I thought it was. I'm just not going to set any goals instead. It's fine. It's fine. I will try in 2025. (laughs) I'm just going to leave the whole year and just keep going. (laughs) No, No. definitely give me some food for thought to like sit with some things in the coming week. Yeah. 
I agree 100% for me as well. So this is a really good chat, a good time to have it. Like I said, this will be on the podcast next week and we will attach a link for a goal setting sheet for you guys to use if you'd like. So thank you so much, Coach Yannicka, for joining us today. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.